When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We are nice and cozy here in the Radish Garden at our CHGO studios. Hawks lose 5-2 in Toronto to the Maple Leafs. Hashtag Maple Leafs. Hashtag trade rumors. Hashtag Toronto Hashtag Maple Leafs. There okay. we go. Hopefully that helps us get some uh, some more clicks and all those things. And hashtag it, 1967. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to help us with clicks, you can do that too. Smash that like button on the YouTube page. Make sure you're subscribed as well uh, to the YouTube page on your podcast app. Hit that follow or subscribe button there as well. And take an extra 30 seconds to leave us a five-star review. Just say, hey, here's five stars. Best Hawks coverage out there. Something very simple. <laughs> it's very, very helpful. We would greatly appreciate it. If you could do that for us. So a lot to get to in this one. Uh, the game, just very much like last night, is sort of the side story to everything going on around it. You have Jonathan Taves and Jared Snorty and Alex Stalock going on IR. You had Patrick Kane, who somebody on Twitter uh, said is quiet quitting his job. Um, but let's start with the actual game itself. Uh, this was pretty predictable. Mario, when we walked in, you read me... Uh, uh, an odds projection about this one. So I'll let you share it with the kids in class. Yeah. Uh, depending on which uh, sports book you were paying attention to, obviously we were paying attention to DraftKings because they're the best. Um, but uh, coming into this game, the Maple Leafs were anywhere between a minus six, 610 and minus 650 uh, favorite on the money line, which uh, was verified to be the biggest favorite in NHL history, as far as betting lines go. So congratulations, Blackhawks. Uh, you are the biggest underdogs uh, of, of all time. The Predators would hang a banner for that. They would, yeah. They <laughs> and would. the Capitals. But, uh, yeah, so that was, uh, that was quite interesting. And when I saw that stat, my, immediately, my immediate thought was, well, the Leafs are going to lose, of course, because if you are going to make NHL history in Toronto, you're usually on the wrong end of it. But, uh, alas... They were able to hold on to their five to two lead going into the third yeah. period, without screwing anything up. So Blackhawks took all of nine seconds to show that the betting line was correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That allowing was. a two on one rush off the opening, opening. faceoff. Oh, we're Co going now. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Wait, this part counts. This first ten seconds counts. That was pretty spectacular. That was a dead yeah. PlayStation controller defense. It was. You know how yeah. you know how spectacular it was. The fact that. The beat re reporters who were in Toronto, Ben Pope's tweet about William Nylander scoring that goal came before the puck was dropped on the TNT broadcast. Yeah, it, it came before. We're like, it, wait, are we live? The the the, the pregame show was like going through their credits and you were like, oh, they scored. I'm like, 
What? Yeah, I, literally, <laughs> I looked up from my computer. I was like, where's the game? According to Ben Pope, the Leafs already scored. Like the, the puck I mean, hadn't it, even dropped on TV. In yet. fairness, it was a safe guess. And it or, just, yeah. maybe it just happened to come true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, was absolutely brutal. It was a, uh, it was a tough night. And Sam Lafferty, by the way, quite the start. uh, he, he answers a minute two into the game. So two goals are scored a minute and two into this one. Uh, but man, the Leafs just show you like, we can joke all we want about Toronto in 1967 and all their shortcomings in the first round. This team is friggin' loaded. Mm-hmm. They are loaded. They're as good as any team in the Eastern conference. Um, and if they can get past the lightning in the first round, which is already kind of a foregone conclusion as, as to be the first round matchup, Mm -hmm. look out for them. I know Boston is strong, but I think if Toronto gets through that first round, they're going to be dangerous. They're dangerous anyway, but it's just the fact that we have all summer to get into this, but honestly, just real quick, the fact that that's already established as a first round matchup with very little chance of it ever changing shows you that the playoff Format is completely screwed up. You've got two cup favorites going at it right off the bat. Yeah. And now it's going to grow rivalries. Not really. Not really. No, All it's going to do is really get one of the best teams in hockey and one of the biggest draws and one of the most interesting teams to watch in the sport off my TV sooner. Well, yeah. that, that's what happened last year. Yeah. yeah. The, again this year. La- last year's first round between the two of them. Felt, it felt like a seven-game Easter Conference final, and it was like, well, that was the first round. And then whoever wins that series is likely going to take on the Boston Bruins in the second round. How many years, because of this stupid format, did we have Sidney Crosby versus Alex Ovechkin in their primes in the second round second and round. not the Eastern Conference final? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Every year they met in the second round. That needs to be an Eastern Conference final. Imagine Sid versus Ovi for the right to go to the Stanley Cup final. I mean, that's like... You know that's that that's where it's uh, <laughs> that's where it belongs. That's where it's yeah. That's you, you what it should be. You just said it next time. You know, it's, it's, yeah, that's that's sorry, little little uh, production notes on the screen that took me a second. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it only says "Do not step on this X." <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Um, well, at least I right. don't know it does. There, just so everyone knows who's listening or watching, like, what the hell are they talking about? There is an X on the floor right in front of Greg that says, do not step on this X. And I apparently was stepping <laughs> stepped on it. I was getting a little buzz sound in my ear. I'm like, that can't be right. Well, at least we know it doesn't blow up the building. <laughs> it's the self-destruct. Yeah, well. I think that's the hat launcher for the CHGO <laughs> Pulse podcast. Oh, man. It is. It's, it's just a joyful day here at CHGO with the Mike Clevenger stuff. The Bulls blow a 25-point lead, and the Hawks get their asses kicked in Toronto. We're the ones feeling good. Hey, that's how it's supposed to go. go, It's going going by the script (laughs) for us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So just if you didn't get to watch this game, and boy, you really missed out. Congratulations. uh, Shot attempts, 67-47 in favor of the Leafs. Shots on goal, 42-28. These are all in favor of the Leafs. I don't think I have to say that every time. (laughs) Five-on-five scoring chances, 36-14. Five on five, high danger chances, twenty-one to six. They gave up twenty-one high danger chances. I twenty-one. Mean, is that a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Give me a hat. What the hell? <laughs> That's oh a lot. My God. I mean, it doesn't help when, and it hurts. It pains me to say it, but it doesn't help when Jake McCabe is falling on his ass Oof, multiple yeah. times on clean sheets of ice. This was, I don't know this who was, was probably his worst game of the year and yeah. against a team that's rumored to want to trade for him. Yeah, that great. was tough. He 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 uh he hit the deck on the opening faceoff and that's what allowed uh William Nylander to go go yeah. through the uh the defense there and score his 30th of the season. Here's the thing. I know we can all 
we're, we're supposed to lose. We need to celebrate the losses, all that stuff. I don't like celebrating. I don't either. celebrate the losses. I don't get upset by them. I kind of like maybe give it a quiet little fist bump. Like, yeah, all yeah. Right. You accept uh, it. Yeah. You know, you, you prefer it, but you don't get mad one way or the other. But here's the thing about these last two games that has me annoyed. I'm not going to be mad because this is a bad hockey team. They had they didn't give a shit the last two nights. They didn't try. Nah. And for all season long, we've been like, well, at least they, they're playing hard. Luke Richardson has this team motiv- motivated. You know, like they, they, they got their ass handed to him in the second period against Winnipeg. Here's your ass. And that's typical. That happened all season long against them. Mm-hmm. Didn't look like they cared to be there last night in Montreal. Give up a goal nine seconds into the goal into the game tonight. So we've we've applauded Luke Richardson for keeping his team motivated and trying hard all season long. And it seems like they might've hit that wall. Maybe it's the yeah. trade deadline coming up and Hey, that's fine. In, in, in three weeks, less than three weeks, it's going to be a completely different roster. A lot of guys that are looking to stay in the NHL, maybe that will get that try hard level again. But we've, we've said it all along and we've defended Patrick Kane a lot this no, season. He's like, sucked lately. There's no sugar no, coating. The, like they've, we've said, Oh, he always looks disinterested. That's him. No, he doesn't. Nah, he looks different. like a guy that really doesn't give a rat's ass right now. And if that's the case, wave your damn claws and move on. That's it. Or shut it down and get your surgery. Stop pouting and either play hockey. That's or it. Go someplace else. And if he's tortured by the decision, right? Like I Oof. can't decide what I want to do. Oof. Then just say you're staying. Mm-hmm. Just say that. You know what? I'm not going to waive it. I'm just going to finish out the year and see what happens. Fine. Fine. That's better for everybody. Mm-hmm. Not that he's, I just mean not that he stays. I'm saying that a decision gets made because guess what? It's not just him answering questions. And, and we were talking before the show, he was not made available to the Toronto media, which is fine. What is he, what's he going to say? Um, but now his teammates are being asked about it. What's it like? How, how's it affecting him? My God, it is ever present yeah. in this locker room. Look, just look at our shows. It's basically what we do every show because it's the storyline that matters right now. Right. We could talk all we want about Cole Gutman's NHL debut, right? We'll we could talk all we want thunder. about Boris Kachuk's <laughs> performance. Yeah. And Reese Johnson, but like what actually matters? Yeah, it the only the only thing that matters is is the performances of the guys who are likely uh the the biggest trade targets and in Patrick Kane's sense um you know, last game we talked about how he just looks physically hurt, physically different. And tonight, it was more of the same. I know it's second night of back-to-backs, but when the first night of back-to-backs, you look like he it, it, he played like he did. Tonight, it was more of the same. It was it, We went through two periods of play before we were like, hey, Patrick Kane's not playing, right? Like, you know, his his score sheet was empty for a long stretch of the yeah, game. Yeah, he ended up with four shots on goal for the record. Yeah, you know, turn it, turning it on with, you know, the game already of those, out think, of reach. I think a couple of those came on that late power play. Right. Down 5-2. Yeah, so, you know, if, 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 he's, if, if all eyes are on him and this, you know, this is national TV – it was it was the talk of the pregame show. It was talk of the intermissions, um, national TV. Plenty of of eyes on this game. He's in Toronto, you know. However you feel about it, kind of the center of the hockey world, as far as you know, where at where the 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 major things are 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 located. Tons of 
teams with scouts in, in the building tonight for the game. If you're watching Patrick Kane last night, if you're watching him tonight, I, I know we posed this question yesterday, but it's it's still it still bears repeating. Are you going all in for Patrick Kane? Like this Patrick Kane? I, I don't see I don't see it. No. And I think I think we're we're slowly crossing into a territory where it, where Kyle Davidson is going to be ridiculed for either a not trading him if 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 something is waived or trading him because Kane says I want to be traded and getting a quote unquote terrible return for him. Well, if either of those scenarios happen and somebody ridicules Kyle Davidson, they're an idiot that hasn't paid attention the entire season. But Davidson is getting hung out to dry here. He really and is. And yeah. if he's given a week to trade Patrick Kane, a Patrick Kane that's probably hurt, looks like he doesn't give a shit, who's going to be beating down the door for that or at least giving you fair market value for that? Right. So when the return is disappointing, which is likely going to be, people are going to rip on Kyle Davidson, and that's just that just won't be fair. It, it is not Kyle Davidson's fault that Patrick Kane is not playing hard, and that is a fact. It's a fact. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Again, there have been games where he looks disinterested and then all of a sudden turns it on. When is the last time you've been impressed by something Patrick Kane did? It's been a while. Honestly, like it's just he is a an absolute non-factor. I'll even go as far to say he's a detriment to the team right now. Well, they went 3-0 and when he wasn't out there. I mean, just saying. He's yeah. And we, I was listening to, you and I both heard this today, Jeff Merrick's show, which is different from 32 Thoughts, but he's still had Elliot Friedman on. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> but just saying, like, well, you know, Kane doesn't really fit with uh, Toronto or Dallas because he doesn't play at the pace of those teams. Okay. Yeah. Like, Find me a contender who plays slow. And is Rod Brindamore going to welcome Patrick Kane's uh, in, the, in, the, in the grand piano strapped to his back when the puck goes the other way? I don't think so. Probably not. Joe Quinn like, will put up for, for three championship runs. That's, well, that's great, Patrick but he was Kane a different guy then. Points. He was making True. a difference yeah. then. But I, like, I, I understand. I get that, but I hear that a lot. Like, oh, is this coach going to want him lack of defense? He hasn't played a defense his entire career. Yeah, but Granted, he's not playing offense either. Right. No. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You can you can excuse him being dog shit on defense when he can you know play at a point per game pace. He's he's nowhere near that right. This now. is a guy. I don't know. It, it's 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 maddening at this point. It's like if you're going to be pouty because you didn't get to go to the Rangers, that's your fault. It is one hundred percent. You should have said in October, hey, trade me to the Rangers when they call. Don't sit there and go. Well, I really want I, I that that trade didn't make me happy. Well, it's your fault you didn't get traded there, pal. And it's your fault you're not going to get traded to any team that you want to when they're picking other guys who are readily available. Yeah. So what, make you, make your up your damn mind already. If, you're, I, if I, you're openly expressing, uh, you know, frustration by a different team making a trade that doesn't involve you, then just allow yourself to be out there on the market. That's then. it. I saw something this morning. I tweeted about it before the game. Sam Cosentino from Sportsnet goes on. This is a paid journalist on television, assumingly making pretty good money, saying that Patrick Kane is unhappy with the way he he's been treated. What was the what was the terminology? Slighted. He's yeah, been, that he he's, was slighted. He's been slighted, and he's he's going to uh, he's going to stick it to the team by saying I don't want to be traded and walk in free agency. This is the absolute, he's sticking it to himself. It's the nonsense that. Out of town, stupid. Out of town, stupid. And guess what? That's going to permeate to in town. 
when he doesn't get traded or the trade term returns not enough, Kyle Davidson has done the opposite of slighting Patrick Kane. He has said, I'm not going to even ask him if he wants to be traded until he comes to me. He has put the ball completely in Kane's court. And now Patrick Kane is slighted because he didn't get traded to the Rangers. Dude, say something. Mm-hmm. And then the other comment was, for all the things he's done for the Blackhawks, make no mistake, think back a couple years. The Hawks did a lot for Patrick Kane. They did a lot of... Uh, they went out CR. on a limb for this kid yes, when did. he did not deserve to be gone out on a limb for they a lot of those guys got egg on their face and and bad reputations on his behalf for sticking up for him in in cases that didn't deserve it. And you could say what you want about what happened with the woman in Buffalo and all the weird stuff that happened around it. Fine, there's the limo incident. There's the Madison stories. There's the endless stories from any person that was at a bar during the heyday of the Blackhawks. Everyone has a Patrick Kane story, and this team did everything to not only keep him playing but keep him out of the headlines. They went out of their way to keep him where he is. Now a $10.5 million player who can't find the, $10.5 million player who can't find the motivation to get his ass up for a game on a national stage against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. And, we're, and, we're, and we got people saying, they should trade Kane for Matthew Nyes. Are you crazy? No team is going to give you anyone Mm-mm. of that caliber for Patrick Kane. Nobody, no. any any team that you're trying to connect Patrick Kane to, and you're saying, "Oh, we want their top prospect," out the door, out the window. Like that's not happening. You can look at their second or their third, maybe their fourth best prospect, and you can have a better conversation. But any any team that looks to to trade for Patrick Kane is not giving up their top prospect. It's not. And if they do, that's a GM putting his job on the line. Yeah. And look, we've said it all along. Some GM. Might get stupid and might panic and say, I got to do something. Mm-hmm. He's there. But yes, in a typical situation, yes. But now Patrick Kane has the right to say, I don't want to go there. Yeah. So here's what's going to happen. If he decides he wants to be traded, uh, it's February 15th, by the way. Trade deadline is March 3rd. Any any day now. Um, if he decides to grant the Blackhawks permission to move him, he's going to say, here are two or three teams that I want to go to. And yeah. that really screws things. You know, it's it's two or yep. three at best. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, Kyle Davidson's likely going to take a beating that he doesn't deserve for it. But, you know, on one hand, I credit him for being like, nope, I'm putting the onus on them. This is their responsibility, both Kane and Taves. Taves has been, you know, absent since the All-Star break. So he's been able to avoid all this stuff. And it's been more focused on Kane. It's going to be more focused on Kane anyway because he's going to ideally – uh, bring in the better return but at some point i know kyle davison's trying to be the the nice guy here saying i'm not going to approach them i'm not gonna, at some point kyle davison needs to like just say listen guys tick tock mm-hmm. what are we doing here yeah i need to know right because you are screwing me right now and i know you're not going to be here after this year you don't give a shit but i have to be here after this year so mm-hmm. like Let's do something. Yeah. This is just beyond frustrating. Yeah, this point. The, the, and trust the, me, I'm just as sick of talking about it as most of you are right. tired of listening about it. But it's just it gets worse every day. Well, and hear and this look, nonsense it, it, that he feels slighted. I a I don't believe. I that. don't think that's true. But yes. if he so does, boo effing who? Yeah. 
Right. But I don't yeah, the, that, the, that's the, a garbage. The the, report. the comments after the Tarasenko trade really bugged me. It's like, dude, how dare like if I'm Kyle Davidson, I'm like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. I, I you know what I mean? Like I've done everything right by you. I I have not gone to you. I've not begged and pleaded with you to have this meeting. It keeps getting pushed. Middle of January. Oh, now it's middle of February. Yeah, now it's within the next seven to ten days. And Kyle Davidson sat there like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let me know. And and nothing. This guy's trying to do his job. Right. And they're like, oh, 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 I'm not really sure. You know, the grass is always greener and it'd be nice to win again. But then again, I've only played here. Guess what? In the middle of April, your time with the Hawks is going to be over anyway. Right. So one way or another attending, why not do well by the team and get traded and go try to win a Stanley Cup somewhere? I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm pissed off about it. Just, just And it's one thing if he's playing well. Sorry, Greg. It's one thing if, if, if Patrick Kane is producing and not a 90-point pace or a point-per-game pace, but if we're talking about a guy with, like, 15 goals and 40 assists, all right, fine. Sure. You know, lesser talent around him. I don't think that's asking too much. But hot damn, the guy's not even playing. He's he's not he's not even motivated to play anymore. Uh, yeah, it's either it's either a motivation factor or his, or his injury is is completely making him a non-factor. And neither situation is good. So what, whatever it is, there there needs to be a a decision one way or the other. He either needs to say, you know what. I'm I'm no I'm no good on the trade market. I'm gonna sh- not wave. I'm gonna ride out this season and figure out the next move in, in the summer. Or he says, you know what? I wanna I wanna get out of here. I I feel slighted. I don't. Get yeah, yeah. let's just be clear. I don't think that that's true. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think the, Patrick. I, I don't think that that's true. That's a that, national that's, reporter getting clicks. That's a it's a it's a it's a spitball. Uh, thought it's not a it's not a report um but one a decision has to be made one way or the other because like you guys said like Kyle Davidson has to do his job he has other people besides Patrick Kane to figure out what to do and the other teams around the National Hockey League have have moves to make as well they have to figure out what they're what they're going to do and then there's there's teams that are you know reportedly interested in Patrick Kane if he's on the market, they need to move on it. And if he's not on the market, they need to move on to, to other players. And, and for the Blackhawks, they have to figure out what the trade markets are going to be for guys like Max Domi, uh, for Jake McCabe, for Andreas Athanasiu, for Sam Lafferty. Like, what are these trade markets going to be for these guys if Patrick Kane is or is not available? And that that domino has to fall before the next ones can. Yeah. So this, so this, this whole back and forth, this wishy-washy, like, you know, kicking the can down the road to to figure out the the fabled meetings with Kyle Davidson and and Pat Persson and and everything like those need to happen, or Patrick Kane needs to just either you know, kick down the door of Davidson's office and say trade me or don't trade me and just move on. Yeah, just move on from here. And you just said it, but I want to reiterate it too. Like it's not just Patrick Kane isn't just holding up Kyle Davidson. The whole league is waiting to see what happens because. That makes if 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 Patrick Kane's not available, then Max Domi moves up a notch, mm-hmm. and down the down a little bit, Athanasio moves up a notch, and everybody moves up a notch, and then Timo Meyer Timo becomes way yeah. more expensive because mm-hmm. there's no backup plan you, for Timo Meyer. Know that the Sharks and Mike Greer are like waiting to hear what they they're hoping Patrick yeah. Kane right. doesn't want to get traded because that if, makes his asset if, even more valuable. If a team's if a team's backup plan is isn't it goes out the window with Patrick Kane, then they have to go. F- 
they have to push more chips under the table for Timo Meyer. Ryan, Ryan O'Reilly as well is also out there. So it's, yep. you know, this, it's a whole domino effect. Not and only for the Davis. Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah. Not only for the Blackhawks, but also around the league. So eventually we're going to have to get to a decision. And I'm, I just hope it comes quickly. I just want to address a couple comments, questions from the chat before we get back to, yeah. the, to tonight's game. Very active chat. Love uh, all yeah, you we guys. Appreciate we will, uh, uh, let's address no, some of these. No, Roy's just raged a couple times asking, do you think he waived his no trade clause and it didn't get leaked? There's no way no. in freaking nah. hell that that would no happen. There's way. no way Patrick King could have waived his no trade clause and that not getting and out. Not his agent would have put it out there. It would have gotten out there. There's mm-hmm. no way that that's the second he waves it, we will all with, know. With as many there, people locally and nationally paying attention yeah. to that storyline, no the possible second way. it get, the second that that decision is made, it will be public. And remember what Kane said it, the first part of that quote about Tarasenko was if something was going to happen, that was one of the teams I wanted to go to. Yeah, Meaning really if I did decide to get traded, that was one of the teams I was looking at. Yeah. So yep. yeah, good, good question, but no. Uh, and then uh, our guy, Jamie uh, says, do we actually know KD isn't going to resign him as in Kane? Uh, does he think his future is safe with the hot? My belief based on everything that's happened this year and based on conversations I've had with people within the organization, the organization is ready to move on from Kane and Taves. Like it's trade them here and that's it. Or if they decide to stay, they're moving on. And I think that's the absolute 100% right thing to do at this point. After all this nonsense and if Kane's hurt and he's not producing, why? Why? Mm-hmm. And I know you got to go to the cat. You got to get to the cap floor somehow, but why? It's not worth it. Especially yeah. with with this the way that this has been so dramatic and drawn out at this point, why forget it? Yeah, you, you're trying to do him a solid this year, and he's not returning the favor. So why why deal with why bother? And again, let's be clear: he's not obligated to return the favor. He has a no movement clause. Right. He is well within his rights to stay in Chicago. What the obligation is is to communicate what the f you want. Mm-hmm. We are less than a month away from the trade deadline. Be an adult. We're a few weeks away from the trade deadline. Two and a half. Dude, pay, like Kyle Davidson has been infinitely patience, but, uh, patient. And, I, I, and, he, and that, that, to me, is his biggest trait with everything so far. Mm-hmm. It's his uh, willingness to wait and suffer, and he's doing it here with Kane and Taves. And, and it's just like, come on, guys. At some point, I need to know. And is it is it unfair or is it a, a slighting them to go to say to Pepperson, look, I need, I got to give you a deadline. I need to know by February twentieth mm-hmm. what's going to happen. We can't keep pushing this down the road. Feb twenty, I'm drawing a line. You got to tell me one way or another. And Pepperson can say, no. And there's nothing Kyle Davidson can do about it. Sure. But it'd be nice to draw that line in the sand. Yeah, because yeah, because then you if you put that line if you put that line out there, then you you're he that's him doing his job. That's him saying, like, look, like I need time to facilitate a trade. If you if you say by this date that you want to be traded, this gives me the bare minimum amount of time to figure out what the what the best offer is. Get an offer from team XYZ shop it around, say, hey, Team X is giving me this. Team Y, what do you want to do? Team Z or Team Z, what do you want to do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and and give him some time to do that. You can't, like like we've said, he can't wake up on, on the morning of March 3rd and say, you know what? I'd, I'd like to see what else is out there. 
screw that. You can't you can't do that. No. You can't give him twelve hours, seven hours ba- basically to facilitate a deal like that. You you he has to know at least a week before the deadline. So with 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 Taze and Kane, both of them, they have they have to make a decision yeah. relatively soon. I think the biggest positive, uh, the hopefully will come out of this whole nonsense, is going to be the fact that Kyle Davidson learns to never, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> give a player a full no movement clause in his contract, except Austin Matthews. <laughs> like. You can give somebody like, hey, you can come up with a seven-team, ten-team ref- no trade clause. You don't, under no circumstances will I accept a trade to this team. That's fine, that's fair, yeah. but never again with these heels should not be named bullshit. No movement trade. Well, that, that's the heels should not be named formula. Is not only do you get all the term, not only do you get all the money, you get all the power. You also you get, get a no movement protection. clause. Yeah. yeah, like whereas the Penguins were like, we'll give you two of the three. Right? How about you play Sidney Crosby instead of ten and a half? You make eight and a half, but we'll never trade you. Right? Fair. Mm-hmm. But instead, they get all the money, all the years, and the no moving clause. Vanilla ice cream and maple syrup. I've never had that before. Oh, who said that? <laughs> That's definitely a Canadian thing. I need to try Ooh. that out. That sounds. Yeah, it really doesn't good. sound Steven, bad. Actually, okay. <laughs> Run I would do jewels. that. Steve, we, there, we got there, it from here. I think there's we have some freezer burn. There's some ice cream yeah. in the freezer yeah, from uh, from ba- from baseball season. Yeah, it's been there since the summer. <laughs> I'm good. It's probably got a little bit of freezer burn. Now. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Based on the condition of our ice maker, I'm thinking <laughs> we should probably get rid of that. All right, we're uh, way behind on our ad reads, so let's do our four stars of the game, and then we will uh, get to the ad reads, which everyone's looking forward to. Yes, we and then we'll update our poll question, which we've not promoted yet. Polls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the three stars of the game. Number three, Austin Matthews. He had a goal and assist. He was a plus three. Three shots on goal. Three more shot attempts. A hit. Two block shots and 71% from the faceoff dot. That's the number three star of the game. That's if you want to know how things went for the Leafs. Uh, Rasmus Sandin was your number two star. I love that name, by the way. A goal and assist plus three. 1833 of ice time. Four shots on goal. Uh, let's see another hit and two takeaways. Solid game for Sandine. He's good. And the number one star, the not Alex Nylander, William Nylander, <laughs> uh, with a really strong performance. One goal, two assists, not to be plus confused. two, 16, 15 of ice time, three shots on goal and another shot attempt. So those are your three stars of the game. And my four star of the game goes to Reese Johnson. Hey, because he somebody had to uh, had two shots and hit three hits, and he was already on the graphic, <laughs> and he won. <laughs> and he won eighty percent of his. He face was already offs. on the template. Congratulations for being the least embarrassing Blackhawk. Nice, good Thanks job. You, gonna go Reese. Uh, who did I pick? I picked Sam Lafferty. I think right. Yes, you I did. Because he scored a goal. He did. And one of the two. That's all I really got to say about that. Congratulations <laughs> for scoring a goal. Future Toronto Maple Leaf Sam Lafferty. Yeah, he's he's getting used to that. Uh, he's getting used to playing in Toronto. And in all seriousness, it was a big goal because it was like a minute or so after that uh, disastrous start, and it kind of was like, hey, we're kind of maybe back into it. And then the Leafs scored again, and then they scored again really quickly, and it got taken away because they were offside. And then they said, screw it, we're going to score one that actually counts. And the mm. game was over. Yeah. That really stopped things from getting out of hand, that Lafferty goal. Yeah. <laughs> it did for like three minutes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, tied it up. Uh, my fourth star of the night uh, goes to a guy that we 
uh, we're all very excited to see play his first NHL game. Cole yeah. Gutman. Uh, he didn't get on the score sheet, unfortunately, but uh, he was a minus one, one shot on goal, one hit, uh, three takeaways. So, hey, there you go. I believe that is leading the team in takeaways. Cole Gutman, look at that defensive stalwart that he is. Uh, 12 minutes and nine seconds of ice time. Uh, he was not the worst Blackhawk on the night, according to our friends with the Blue Lines. That honor would go to Seth Jones tonight. Uh, second worst with Jake McCabe. Not a good night for those guys. Uh, but yeah, congrats, Cole. Uh, probably not your last NHL game with this team, uh, but a good one to get out there. Uh, an interesting one to get out there. Get get called up from Rockford, fly out to Toronto, play uh, play for the Blackhawks against the Maple Leafs in your first NHL game. Yeah. It's not too bad. Second line center. Something you could tell the grandkids one day. Yeah. And he earned it. He's been great down in... Uh, uh, Rockford leading all rookie players for their Ice Hogs and points. He's yeah. been he's been really good. So he was a him. he was a college free agent signing uh, by the uh, by the Blackhawks and we were talking a good, in, good move at the end move. in training camp. Like, hey, this kid might have a shot to make the team out of cam- out of camp, mm-hmm. and they they put him down in Rockford for some seasoning, and it's it's worked out well for him down there. So good for him. Yeah, I think we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see a lot more of him. A lot more of him. Yeah. Especially after March 3rd. Girl number 70. Yep. That's Him and Dennis Rasmussen. The yeah. Moose. Can battle it out for the greatest number 70 in Hawks history. Are they the only two? Yep. yep. Well, there you go. Yep. All hey, right. At worst, he's second place. Greg, lube us up. Well, I think we have to have a Goose first, Island. First, first. first, we have to talk about first our... First, you drink the beer. Our friends at then Goose you, Island. Then you have the problem with your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Not with Goose Island, you know. Uh, Goose Island Beer Company, uh, the official beer partner of CHGO. Uh, They jumped on with us uh, earlier this year, which is great, but they have been around since 1988. They've been Chicago's beer since then with a full beer roster that is just delicious from top to bottom. Uh, Of course, the Blackhawks Pale Ale, the limited release uh, Pale Ale honoring the Blackhawks, which we have definitely gotten use out of this season, and I'm sure you have at home as well. To get through all these games, some Blackhawks Pale Ale definitely does the job. Of course, also the Bull City 312, another limited release honoring uh, a team that is going to be tanking in this second half of the season. Uh, so, yeah, Goose Island. Bull City 312, Blackhawks Pale Ale, the Green Line, the Beer Hug IPA Series. Uh, let's see, the Bourbon County Stout for you uh, darker mm. beer aficionados. And, of course, the staple, the 312, as you see right over Greg's shoulder there in the uh, unmistakable bright yellow packaging. Goose Island's two local locations are open and ready to welcome you. You can grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room located at 1800 West Fulton, or you can get yourself a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brewhouse uh, located at 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations. Goose Island Beer Company. And I uh, would just like to mention that I look like I work for Goose Island. You really do. I have the Goose Island. Where did you uh, get that job in their sales department? Yeah, well, you know, it's the perks of uh, CHGO. And I bought this hat that is a, a, officially a Blackhawks hat, but it is uh, the in the style of the Goose Island uh, beer can design, the neon bar sign. Good. I like it. Well, the Blackhawks night ended in nine seconds tonight. (laughs) If you don't want your night to last in nine seconds, we have a new friend for you. 
If you need help on the power play, blasting your hardest <laughs> shot right through your favorite goalie's five hole, then you need Roman. Roman is here to help. Roman is the digital health clinic for men addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. It's that maintaining part that's the key. Roman offers discreet wipes that help you last four times longer in bed and make your hands numb probably too. In men with low T, getting testosterone levels back to normal can help increase your libido. Roman offers a testosterone test, which includes lab processing, and if it's appropriate for you, treatment for low T. No waiting room, no hassle, straightforward digital experience from the comfort of home if medication or testing is appropriate roman will send it directly to your door everything arrives in a discreet uh packaging with free two-day shipping so you don't have to sit there and sit there at the pharmacy at the jewels and they announce your name over the loud loud speaker hey jay come get your dick pills they're ready you don't have to do that (laughs) they'll send it right to you in a plain brown envelope and you're going to open up that envelope and you're going to grab the missus or the mister and you're going to be like hey it's power play time. Let's do it. So to learn more about how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, go to ro.co slash chgo and get 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co, ro.co slash chgo and have Roman help you last longer than nine seconds. I can't say that about the Blackhawks. There you go. There That's you it. go. That's how you sell it, my friend. Mm-hmm. Good job. Hey, we've got a poll question running on the YouTube here, uh, and it's a bad one that I came up with because it's so lopsided. Nice, nice segue to the poll. Yeah, poll. <laughs> I said, would you, we said, would you sacrifice drafting Bedard or Fantilli if you are guaranteed Austin Matthews in free agency in 2024? It is 20% yes, 80% no. Yeah, I would, I would lean on the side of no just because... You, I know getting Matthews in his prime is wonderful, but I think you could potentially have Fantilli or Bedard for their entire career, which could equal to or maybe even be better than Austin Matthews. Who knows? Um, I think the only way that I would say I would sacrifice the chance to draft Bedard or Fantilli to take Matthews would be, well, we get the third pick. Because if you could say, oh, okay, well, you, you draft Leo Carlson and then you sign Austin Matthews in free agency, I can live with that. Yeah, that'd be but good. I think, uh, I think, as you said, Jay, when you posed this question, you land somewhere between three and five, and th- that makes me lean more towards I'll take my chance with one or two. Yeah, I'm leaning towards no, just for the fact that getting Connor Bedard at 18 as opposed to Austin Matthews at 27... Yeah, I I think I'd rather have the entire span of Connor Bedard's career as opposed to just the second half of Austin Matthews' career. And that's not taking anything away off from Austin Matthews. Um, and I know we get you know a lot of comments. Oh, Austin Matthews is never coming to Chicago. I, I don't I don't I don't buy that because uh, if there's Connor Bedard here, I mean that's a really sure. really attractive guy. And Frank Nazar and Kevin Korczynski. And the Blackhawks are going to be one of the few teams that are going to be able to give Austin Matthews exactly what he wants. Yeah. Um, so if it's not if it's not Matthews, then well, okay, then maybe it's Mitch Marner. They can't pay for both of those guys. Right. And the Blackhawks are going to have the 
probably the most cap space. They're going to be like the Bears are heading into this year. They're going to have a ton of cap space, and that yeah. free agent class is pretty incredible. He may never hit free agency. Right. I'm guessing he right. probably doesn't. Unless, you know, the Leafs lose in the first round again this year and things just fall apart. And so who knows? Maybe maybe it's Austin Matthews everybody's asking is getting traded next year. Could be. Maybe the Leafs are ready to say, you know what? We can't seem to win with this group. It's time to finally blow it up. We'll see. Can't lose them for nothing. But I That'll be a different GM's problem. Right. Oh, definitely. If they lose in the first, I think Dubas is gone. I think anything shy of a Stanley Cup, Dubas is gone. Cup final? No. I don't think uh, a cup final might save him. Maybe, but you know, I don't. I think anything shy of a of winning the Stanley Cup, and he he's bounced because uh, if they had faith in him, he they wouldn't have let it get to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I would rather have all of Connor Bedard's career than the last half of Austin Matthews' career. I agree. I voted no as well. You didn't all believe right. in your own poll. Oh, I was just curious. Well, well that's yeah. why he needs Roman. I do need to wrong. I haven't believed in my poll in many years. Um, most of the time, but sometimes no. Um, the other bit of news today, if you missed it, Jonathan Taves, Alex Stalock, Jared Tenorti all sent to injured reserve. Uh, on the Stalock and Taves thing, they're both retroactive. Taves to the 7th, and I think Stalock way back to like January 16th. Yep. So they're, they can come off Friday if, they, yeah. if, the, if they're ready. Um, it was I don't just know if they will be roster space to get. The it was guys yeah, yeah to get to get backup bodies here, right? Yeah. Um, Tenorti, I think would be the twenty third. He'd be eligible to come off, but man, that's a guy you feel for. We you know we saw it earlier this year with Tyler Johnson just keep reaggravating the same thing. Yeah. And after I, an injury played last year, now Tenorti's the latest guy to just constantly be hurt. And I, I appreciate the the Blackhawks being specific uh, with with injuries, saying you know. You know, Tenorti is dealing with a knee sprain, um, and the the information behind Alex Stalock is so interesting because the I believe it was Luke Richardson was talking about it before the Montreal game um, that you know going through concussion testing and everything with Stalock it was determined it wasn't a concussion, but. I think Richardson used the term like a cranial thing. Yeah, ocular dysfunction is the official so term. Black, yeah, so cranial thing, not concussion. I was like, that's good, I guess. But the Blackhawks came out today and, and kind of explained a little bit more of what it is, uh, an ocular dysfunction. So the way that I believe it was either Mark Lazarus or Ben Pope, one of the two kind of put the explanation out there online, that with Staylock, it's it's puck tracking. And they they said with the a normal human tracking a puck would probably be you know if you were doing it with this dysfunction you wouldn't really notice anything that's wrong but for a goalie who for the better part of their entire life has tracked pucks they would notice the difference in how they're visually visually yeah. picking it up so that is how it's been explained is what the issue is with Staylock um, and with him. He has said with his concussion history, he was glad it was this rather than another concussion. So yeah, that's scary though, because you're like, what's causing that? Uh, Could that be his that, concussion history. I, yeah, I don't know. maybe like that. To, that to me is scary. Hard to separate the two. The unknown is scarier to me than like, well, I, it's a concussion. That sucks, obviously. Yeah, and you'll be during, dealing with long term stuff, maybe from a concussion for the rest of your life. But like, at least you know what it is. But all of a sudden, I can't see the puck as well as I used to. Oof, yeah, seems problematic. For That's a scary. Bully. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's. 
I'm not to say that, you know, he's 35, 36 and that's really old, but I mean, he's, he's a little bit older. The eyes could, could be going through some, um, you know, just some aging could be part of it. I, I don't know. I, I hate to speculate on that, but, um, good to good then to know it's not a concussion. And it does seem like it could be something that he could come back from. Um, but I think this, I, I know we had talked much earlier this season about potential for Staylock, the way he was playing. Maybe he's a, a sneaky dark horse trade piece. Nah, that's he's, out the window. That's, that's way off the table. No, well, I mean, a team, team like Vegas might have been calling yes. for him if Staylock was healthy and producing, but, you know, that that's not happening. No. Well, the other guy we got to talk about in the trade circles now, too, is Jonathan Taves. And while we still don't know if he wants to be traded or not, um, the league is going to see a guy who is who's been out since February seventh with what they're calling a non-COVID illness. A guy who missed an entire season because of a, a chronic what is it? Chronic fatigue chronic syndrome. Immune response chronic immune response. I'll remember this someday. Yeah. Um, even if that's not what it is, it's definitely on the mind of every GM in the league. And and now you've got two guys that two months ago were your prized you know trade chips might now be completely red flagged to the rest of the NHL. It's not good. And again, like just like we had the King conversation, at least like his really good play is recent. Yeah. So we can say, Hey, like, okay. Last year he was with better players and he was fine. Taves has not really been a consistent performer for some time. This has been his best year in probably the last three or four. And it still isn't great. Most nights he's kind of a, just out there, yeah, you know, and he just gets by on savvy and and pure talent, but he doesn't have the speed anymore, doesn't have the the you know the the physicality he used to have. I don't know. I I just I think Hawks fans need to get ready for a really disappointing return on these guys if if they even go at if all. If anything, yeah. And as we said last night, the rebuild is not hinged on the return for Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. No, it isn't. It this. Off season, this trade season will be disappointing, but it would not should not be deemed a failure because even if you trade them, you're not getting first round picks for either of those guys at this point. Maybe you can sneak a first round for Kane, but I don't see it anymore. Right. Like so we we talked earlier in the year, like maybe the Hawks will have as many as four first round picks. I think it's gonna be the two that we have now, unless you can somehow get one for Jake McKay because of that that deal in the two years and maybe I think some that's retention. possible. That's possible. That's it, like, it's gotten to the point where, you know, Jake McCabe might be your most valuable. Sam Lafferty might be your most valuable trade chips you guys. Might, we you, never even talked about being traded six weeks ago. You might be able to squeeze a team on Max Domi. Maybe, maybe, maybe got to play better than he's done the last two nights. Sure. You know, he yeah. was out of control with his stick tonight and pretty ineffective. I mean, he had the, he had the assist Need a Roman on, but uh, you know, yeah, well, his is too stick, much. Roman. His stick, stick was too active. <laughs> he, too many was wipes. Having, he was, yeah, he, too many wipes. Um, <laughs> so, um, I just totally lost my train of thought, but yeah, it's, yeah. as we said last night, if Kane and Taves don't get traded, it's not, it doesn't mean the rebuild is a failure. Cause at this point, the return for you to those guys is not going to be ones that really make a difference in the rebuild. They're not going to be the – it's not hinged on that. Mm. We've got four first-round picks in the next two drafts right now. Even And if it just remains that, that's still pretty damn good. Seven first-round picks in the first three years of a rebuild. The, the prospect pool has jumped from 25th to 5th in one draft class. Mm. So trading Taves and Kane for these magical 
halls that are just going to ruin that franchise and make us cup contenders. That was never going to happen anyway. Yep. And even if they don't get traded, it's not a failure in the rebuild. It doesn't really change the, the direction or the plans that much. Is it disappointing? Yes. Uh, did, did we go through a whole lot of the crap this year that could have been avoided? Yes. But in the, in, in the big picture, it's not as big of a, of a kick to the nuts that, that many will think it could be. Yeah. want to remind everybody we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of CHGO and All City. How have your bets been going, fellas? Uh, Anything? My uh, my DraftKings account has no money in it right now. So yeah, that's I all am. you need to know. So not good. I am. <laughs> I, I, have, I won that Ovechkin hat trick night. I won big that night, and that has bankrolled me until now. I think I'm down <laughs> to four bucks. Oof. Yeah, I uh, you know I did I did pretty good for the Super Bowl, um, but I did not uh, I did not put the old shiny uh, dollar bill on the uh, Blackhawks tonight, even though they had incredibly uh, high underdog odds. Uh, I still didn't believe it, but so uh, haven't bet since the Super Bowl. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to kind of come down from that. I, I feel good. I don't want to feel too good. I feel like if I feel too good with my bets. I then get uh, I get sloppy and then I wind up having to refresh my account. Well, there's lots of ways to do it if you want to get back in the game. It's not just hockey, but you got those NBA no sweat same game parlays, Major League Baseball seasons a lot around the corner. If it's 77 wins for the Cubs, I think I'm going over on that one. Sure, I'm feeling pretty good about the Cubs this year. So there's always stuff to do in the uh, DraftKings app. So make sure you check it out. Download the app now. Sign up with the code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Yeah, fellas, I got to get back on the winning game here. I mean, you know, when, when the Ovechkin bet came around, it was like, who is the opponent that he'll reach 800 goals against? So I picked the Hawks, and it was like I think it was plus eight hundred or something, maybe even bigger than that. Yeah. Um. Maybe we'll see when Austin Matthews hits a hundred, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Connor McDavid hits one hundred points. Maybe they got that bet going on there because it's going to be soon. Could be tomorrow. Pretty soon. Yeah. Really good. I better <laughs> get be on that. Could soon. be tonight. I would check the score. Uh. Yeah. Well, no matter we're talking a lot about guys who's going to get traded, who's not going to get traded. Well. No matter who gets traded, there's only three Blackhawk games at the United Center left before that March 3rd deadline. If you want to get into one of those games and save a boat ton of money, you want to check out Game Time, the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Cool thing about Game Time is you get to pick where you want to sit. You want to sit right behind the glass? They got those tickets. You want to sit behind the penalty box so you could chirp at whatever loser has to feel shame for two minutes? Well, you can get those <laughs> tickets. You want to sit in the 200 level where you got the wait staff waiting on you hand and foot, bringing your food and beverages directly to your seat? You can buy those tickets too. Or if you nice. want to hang out, in section 319, right below the press box, and say hello to the three of us. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but you can. <laughs> the option is available. So use game time for the biggest last-minute price drops on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal on Blackhawks tickets this season. Game time's created by the fans, for the fans, and it guarantees the lowest price. So if you see a price for some seats on one of those imitation secondary sites, 
take a screenshot of it, email it over to, to Game Time, and they will match that price guaranteed. If you love CHGO and you wouldn't be hanging out with us uh, after a 5-2 Blackhawks loss if you didn't, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link that you'll find in the podcast description. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, thank you. Scroll down, hit that giant thumbs up on the way down. Right underneath that, you will see a link to where you can buy your Blackhawks tickets. No matter where you're listening, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify or any one of your podcast formats, you'll see the link in the description. So join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. 98 points for Connor McDavid right now. He has an assist in the oh, Oilers game. Well, I was only kidding that he can get it. Tonight. I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah, he's, he could yep. definitely get it tonight. He's going to get it tonight. Uh, the Lightning and Coyotes are scoreless through two periods. All right. So that'll Go be Coyotes. interesting to keep an eye on. And uh, the Sabres are up on the Ducks 2 to nothing. 17 to 1 shots on goal. Woo. Those Ducks, man. That's bad. That's uh, It's rough. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we call in the old country terrible. Um, all right, let's do the uh, tank sim. What do we got here? Sixty three. We are yeah. at sixty four. All right, sixty four. Yeah. We have one hundred and three watching right now, including oh, a lot oh, of we all right, then we need seventy. We need seventy for 70. a bonus spin, and in honor of Cole Gutman. Yes, we're gonna debut a new tank simulator because we think that the other <laughs> place was spying on us and yep. being dicks on we've, purpose. We've given the middle finger to Tankathon. That's right. Yeah. So unless this place sucks too, and then we'll go back. <laughs> and then whoever then gives we'll us the Hawks back. more often, that's what we'll use. Yes. So <laughs> let's update the tank standings, and then we'll spin the wheel. We need, what, three more likes, four more likes? Two Red more. Oh, come on. All right. Let's do that go. easy. Let's go. Right. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Nice. Who right gave there. us a triple like? You should appreciate that. All right, here they are, the tank standings. Four times uh, the, the Columbus Blue Jackets still at the top, 36 points in 54 games, but the Hawks nipping at their heels, 37 points in 53 games. Anaheim with 40 and 54, Arizona 44 and 54, and San Jose 45 and 54. All those people who were so worried about the games in hand. Yep. Doesn't They're matter when you lose all of them. That's, yep. Got to get some more four-game trips through Canada. Yes. All right, we've got two spins. What's this new site we're using? It is called Prospect Watcher. I, you found it. I know, I forgot. <laughs> I Prospect, forgot. Prospect Watcher. Prospect Watcher. Yeah, that sounds our, right. Our guy Mike, Mike B up in uh, Canada told us about it. All right. Oh, okay. Isn't yeah. it Mike Bed? Prospectwatcher.com. All right, let's They spin watch it. prospects. All right, let's do it. Let's sim it up. Ooh, Ooh Philly, liars. Montreal, Columbus, Chicago. Blackhawks nope, this site sucks. Ah. <sighs> Brutal. Right. I like how they have the picks on there too. That's kind of cool. That's new. Where All is right. it? Hawks right get Leo Carlson. They pick. Oh, it's who they believe will be picked at those yeah. spots. That's a little different. Hey, Leo Carlson. I'll take yeah, it. I'll, I'll take, take that. him at four. I don't think yeah. he'll be there at four, but I'll All take right, him. Let's let's do it one more time and right, then let's, uh, go. let's get a good We only one have there. two? I thought we got thought No, we, got. we we used them all last night. Oh, that's right. We went into our we went into our pocket. Get to eighty likes and we'll do another one. Yeah. All right, let's see. Rip it. Hawks, Blue Jackets, Sabres. Oh, man. Can you imagine the Sabres getting Sabres. a third pick? Ducks and Sharks. That's beautiful. I could, I could live with All that. Right. I like no it. No Pudwax like the uh, Canucks or Blues getting up there. Love I that. Like let's it. let's do that. Let's All live right. in that time. All right. All right. Mongo says that Tankathon uh, lists the picks, too. I just never paid attention to it. They did? Did they? I never noticed that. No. I never noticed. No, they didn't. They have maybe, a... Maybe it was in a different It's a, It's a different... Um, 
It's a different section of the. You can sim the lottery and then. It's a different section. Okay, I, yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, what, yeah, I know yeah. what he's talking about. All right. All right. Before we wrap up, we got to assign our draft kings king anymore. of the game. Oh yeah, we got to do that. There is one. Boy, it's yeah, our yeah. buddy Philip Kurashev. A goal, two shots on goal. Did the Bulls two win? block shots? Seventeen, seventeen of ice time. I guarantee you, people can hear that. I, <laughs> I apparently the Bulls shows are going the Bulls, nuts. Are the, the Bulls doing tankathon? They actually just. I was in the the messages. They uh, actually just did their first one today. Uh, so it must see? have been so good over there. Stole our bit. You stole our bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were just really happy that Philip Kershaw was king of the game. <laughs> I mean, look. That was- <laughs> At least we knew this is what the season was going to be like. Yeah. yeah, this team had expectations. This the the Bulls, what they're going through is what we went through last. They're year. last year's Hawks, yeah. exactly yeah. right. Yep. Oh boy, that's brutal. All right, well, but just with less. That's it. Legal troubles. Show's over. We are back tomorrow at five thirty. Very weird time. Yes, but we're back tomorrow at five thirty p.m. So we maybe we'll see some different people in the chat. We will also be uh, from home. We'll be from home all most shows likely. Are home tomorrow. No, we yeah. got the official. Oh, we got the official yes. word. Yes, hundred percent. No, all, all CHGO shows will be remote tomorrow because it's a snow of the day. snow snowstorm. I'm gonna get like half an inch of snow at my snow house. Day. It's gonna be beautiful. Get some room and you'll get four. <laughs> Just roaming on the sidewalk. <laughs> Holy crap! That stuff really works. Four times the snow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks to Stephen for running the show. Thanks to everybody for being here with us as the Hawks continue to trudge along in this hockey season. Hopefully, we get some. Decent news uh, and in a trade front coming soon we'll to see. the Blackhawks. So we're going to wrap things up. Thanks to DraftKings, as always, for being our presenting sponsor. Download the app. Use that promo code CHGO when you sign up. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. Talk to you tomorrow, Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Central Time on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.